Thank you, Doug. It's a great privilege to bring God's word to to us this evening. And uh, I just want to start in prayer. Lord, would you take captive every word and may it be obedient to you. You are Lord over all. May every word that I speak be your words, Lord. Make them obedient to you. And we ask this in your mighty and precious name. Amen. Well, as Doug said, I feel like I had... um, I was captivated by one uh, phrase in God's word. Um, We were in morning prayer um, a couple of days ago, and I just really couldn't take my eyes off this particular phrase, and it wouldn't leave me throughout the day. I think think in some ways this picture, and I hope that you can see it on my screen. If not, um, come around and have a look at it either. Well, feel free to move around um, in a COVID safe way, of course, but... uh, Come and have a look at this picture later. It's a picture of Jesus reaching into the waters, extending his hand that we might take hold of his hand. It was a picture that I was healed by a couple of years ago, healed of something that had been troubling my mind, my heart. But it was with God's word and in his power. Now, the passage that I want to read to us this evening was um, part of morning prayer, as I say, a few days ago. It's from Mark chapter 4. And it's about the healing, Jesus' healing of Jairus' daughter. So I'm going to read to you verses 21 to 24 and then skipping forward a bit continuing on in verse 35, as I'm sure you will well know that Jesus uh, allowed himself to be interrupted from his mission to Jairus' daughter to, uh, because a woman reached out and touched his garment. But we're not looking at that this evening. Mark chapter 4. When Jesus had again crossed over by boat to the other side of the lake, A large crowd gathered around him while he was by the lake. Then one of the synagogue leaders named Jairus came and when he saw Jesus, he fell at his feet. He pleaded earnestly with him, my little daughter is dying. Please come and put your hands on her so that she will be healed and live. So Jesus went with him. Verse 35, while Jesus was still speaking, some people came from the house of Jairus, the synagogue leader. Your daughter is dead, they said. Why bother the teacher anymore? Overhearing what they said, Jesus told him, don't be afraid, just believe. He did not let anyone follow him except Peter, James and John, the brother of James. When they came to the home of the synagogue leader, Jesus saw a commotion with people crying and wailing loudly. He went in and said to them, Why all this commotion and wailing? The child is not dead, but asleep. 
but they laughed at him. After he put them out, he took the child's father and mother and the disciples who were with him and went in where the child was. He took her by the hand and said to her, Talitha kum, which means, little girl, I say to you, get up. Immediately the girl stood up and began to walk around. She was 12 years old. At this, they were completely astonished. These words, Jesus went in where the child was. He took her by the hand. Jesus. Jesus went in where the child was. Jesus went in where the child was and he took her by the hand and there spoke a word of power to her. The question is, what is the first word we hear? Jesus. In the beginning, God. The indispensable first four words of the Bible, the introduction to the whole book. They tell us we can never anticipate God or take him by surprise. The initiative of every action lies with him. He is the one who initiates holding out his hand to us. And yes, this is true, especially of creation. The Bible shows us that when God began his creative work, nothing existed except him. Only he was there in the beginning. Only he is eternal. And then when in the Apostles' Creed, we affirm our belief in God the Father Almighty. I think it refers not so much to his omnipotence as to his control over all that he has made. This morning we sang and we sang and we sang, Our God reigns. Our God reigns. You see, by his powerful word, all things were created. Jesus was the word at the beginning. One with God most high. And he is present now in his world. Continuously upholding, animating and ordering things. The word became flesh and dwelt among us. And we have seen his glory, the glory of the only Son from the Father, full of grace and truth. For in him we move and we have our being. Karl Barth put it this way, we belong to the yes and not to the no. There is an original no which does hold us captive. But Jesus is the one putting us back to the place where we belong. He is extending his arm to each one of us. He is the yes of Father God Almighty. And it's God who demonstrates his own love for us 
that while we were still sinners, while we are still sinners, Christ died for us. And what did he do? He extended his arms wide upon the cross. And he still extends his arms to each one of us. The context of the passage, Jairus has given his permission. He has welcomed the Lord in. In fact, he has called the Lord in. He fell at his feet in his posture of submission. That welcome is the same welcome that we are invited to give our Lord Our Lord who stands at the door and knocks. Whoever welcomes him in, whoever opens the door and welcomes him in, he will come in. But his arm of friendship, of salvation, is already extended towards us. And let's think for a moment of the wider context, because we are living in this world of noise, of commotion and confusion. Most translations say that when Jesus reached Jairus' house, he saw the commotion. Some translations say the confusion. And what do the people do? They laugh at him. Jesus puts them out. He puts them all out. He brings Jairus and his wife and his child and his chosen disciples to the quiet place. We have drawn aside from the commotion of life to seek the Lord in that quiet place too. Jesus' invitation to us His disciples now, like his disciples then, is come away with me to a quiet place and get some rest. Receive my healing. Receive my restoration. Receive my peace. So that house, Jairus' house, was set free from the noise and the carelessness of the crowd. Jesus went in where the child was. Jesus is always moving towards us. He is present with us. He is here in this place. For Jairus, Jesus had to come. But like Jesus said to his disciples, it is good that I go away because I will send my spirit and my spirit will reside, will take up home within each of you who says yes to me. Religion is us building our way to God. But Jesus reveals to us that God is our father, that God is available to us through the Holy Spirit within us. As Jesus said to Jairus, he says to us, don't be afraid. Believe and trust in me, because this is faith. 
It is for us the knowledge of being known, being known by our creator, loved and loving him in return. He took her by the hand. I was captivated by this action of Jesus. He takes you by the hand. What is it tonight that you are facing? And Jesus says, I take you by the hand. It's that symbol of complete acceptance. Of him reaching out with his healing. Healing in his wings, in his hands. That healing of shalom, wholeness, wellness and peace. And there in the stillness, he will speak a word of power. Mark records the very words of the healer. He found them so powerful. Jesus, the healer, spoke in the vernacular in Jairus' own language. In the language the daughter can understand. Jesus speaks in our heart language. Let us listen to the healer for what he wants to say to you and to me this evening. Take that captive. Let his words captivate you. Be drawn to him. His hand is outstretched to you this evening. In Jesus' name, amen.